Kilda. G'day and welcome to the award-winning History of Aotearoa New Zealand, episode 74, Aotearoa's First Cheese Factory. This podcast is supported by our amazing patrons. If you want to support Hans, go to patreon.com slash history That's right, Hans won an award at the inaugural New Zealand Podcast Awards. Specifically, we won bronze for Best Indie Podcast. We were up against some stiff competition, so to come away with something was fantastic. Huge thanks to everyone who has supported the podcast thus far. Hopefully, in the next few years, we might even snag a gold. Last time, we talked a bit about the steepest street in the world, Baldwin Street, located in Dunedin's Northeast Valley. Today, I'm going to talk about something that we discovered on our way out to Larnock Castle, which we didn't end up going to because it was too expensive, but this made the trip out there worth it. Larnock Castle isn't actually really a castle, or at least not a medieval one. It's probably more accurately described as a large manor built by a really rich guy, but it is one of the more famous tourist destinations on the Otago Peninsula. On the way there, we spotted a sign with a small stone plinth across the road. We only caught a glimpse of what it said, but it intrigued us enough to specifically try and find it on our way back to Dunedin proper. The sign was labelled, quote, Site of NZ's first cheese factory, end quote. Being a cheese fiend myself, this was a great find. So, what is it all about? Cows were first brought to Aotearoa in 1814 by missionary Samuel Marsden as a way for the missionaries to have milk, meat, and of course, cheese. As more and more Europeans arrived in the hopes of owning their own land, particularly after the signing of Te Tiriti or Waitangi in 1840, dairy farming spread across the country with them. For the newly established colony of New Zealand, this was the beginning of a new era, where the economic backbone would be based around large heifers. The industry quickly picked up steam, as in 1846 the first kiwi cheese was exported to Sydney. By 1871, the industry was well underway, to the point where a Scottish farming couple by the name of John and Catherine Matheson, along with seven of their neighbours, formed the first cooperative cheese factory in New Zealand, aptly named the Otago Peninsula Cheese Factory Company Limited. The quote-unquote factory itself wasn't like the huge complexes we know today. It was based out of a stone barn on the Matheson's property, and wasn't designed to process all that much milk. The whole reason that the co-op had been formed was that the Mathesons and their mates had found that they had leftover milk that they didn't really know what to do with. So they decided to turn it into cheese for sale, sending it both locally to Dunedin and exporting it to Australia. In the first season, they produced 8 tonnes of cheese, which isn't really a lot, and it didn't net the group a whole lot of profit. The type of cheese they were likely making, and in fact the most popular type of cheese to produce at the time in New Zealand, was cheddar. This is because cheddar is a rather hard cheese that keeps well, meaning it's a good choice if you want to export it on ships that take weeks or months to sail around the world. However, the prosperity of the Matheson's factory must not have been that bright, since a few years after the co-op was formed, 
John decided to pull out of the venture in 1874, saying, quote, the notion seized him that sheep farming would pay better than dairying, end quote. The year after, the factory was shifted to a different site on the peninsula, presumably onto someone's property who was still in the co-op. While the co-op and its factory were the first of its kind in Aotearoa, they were quickly eclipsed by the purpose-built dairy factory in Edendale, near Invercargill, where it still stands, though it's a bit more modern now. Edendale first produced cheese in 1882, and became the first factory in New Zealand to export 50 tonnes of cheese, a challenge set by the government to encourage export growth. As a reward, the factory earned a £500 grant, approximately $100,000 in today's money. Later, refrigerated shipping, mechanical milking machines, and milk powder were all major advancements in the dairy industry of the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Today, New Zealand's largest dairy cooperative is Fonterra, producing 82% of Aotearoa's milk solids in 2018. This makes it New Zealand's largest company, as well as being one of the largest producers of milk globally, with New Zealand as a whole being the seventh largest milk producer, producing 3% of the world's milk. Of course, most of this is exported with Fonterra, the company accounting for 30% of the entire world's dairy exports. Nowadays, the site of New Zealand's first cheese factory is a Category 1 historic site by Heritage New Zealand, and still has the original stone house on it that the Mathesons built in 1866. Though, as far as I can tell, the barn that the cheese was made in no longer exists. As such, it's just a field. A field with a nice view and a nice house, but a field nonetheless. A very important field in Aotearoa's cheese-making history, though, only marked by a blue sign against a blue sky and a small stone plinth. Easily missed if you don't watch out for it. And with that, I'm finished for 2021. I'm taking December off to catch up on some writing and research so that we can come screaming out the gate in 2022. For patrons, this means your payment for December will be paused to be resumed in January. Along with the Taonga Takaro Games episodes, there'll be more on Dunedin next year, as I've managed to acquire a rather rare book on the history of the Spates Brewery. From there, we'll continue on to Māori medicine, maybe some religion, and finish it off with warfare. Once again, Thank you so much to all the people that support Hans on Patreon. It has been another wild year, so your continued support is hugely appreciated. If you want to get in touch with me over December, I'll still be answering emails through historyaltearoa.com, as well as showing pictures on Instagram and giving hot takes on Twitter. I hope all of you have a safe and fun holiday season. Haritu watu, hokitu mai! Mete, and I'll see you in January 2022. Hello, you've stayed until after the music. That either means you didn't turn it off quick enough, or you're like binging this in about three years' time. Uh, 
regardless of why you're here, at the end of every year, we just rattle off all the names of the patrons, just to, as a bit of an appreciation thing, because you guys are awesome, you give me money to do this, so at least once a year, I like to rattle each one off, just so you, you know that I appreciate yous. So, here we go, as fast as I possibly can. Alfie, the sentient NPC, Andrew, Chanel, Daniel, Morgan, Kathy, Lily, Ellen, John, Steph, Aaron, Trot, Adam, Neville, Lance, uh, Dover Doverson, Andrew, Brett, Lance, Victor, Rachel, Zipporah, Megan, Katie and OT from For Your Reference Podcast, Kara from Time Travel Talks, Robert, The Oob, Nicholas, Cheryl, Scott, Megan, Patrick, Eric, Anne, Beinich, Michelle, Karen, and V. You guys are the ones that keep us going, so thank you so much for your continued support, and I hope you guys will keep learning with us for many years to come.